Welcome to the. <laughs> you want to keep breaking mints, or can I start I'm talking? I'm breaking mints. Welcome. Why do you break your mints, by the way? Because you don't want to put in that full whole circle. That's way too big. I, I if we were What's... married, if we were married, that would be the thing that would annoy me the most about you is that you break your mints before you eat them. There's a door, girl. They're the size of a penny. Ah, you don't just let the said... doorknob hit you or the good lord split you. <laughs> you just said yesterday you used to eat coins all the time. They're the same size. No, man. No. And by the way, eating coins not a good thing. No. If you have the lifesaver that comes in the little cellophane wrapper, when you grab it. Smash it on the table. It breaks into like two, three spots. Boom. Then you have much easier digestible mints. Okay. Look around, man. All Altoids. How big are they? They're I small. But that's like 400 Ma- pieces you have sitting in that thing now. Because I had to. And then don't you dump hard. it all in your mouth at once anyway? <laughs> at the very end, you get that little dust. All right. Anyway. Mentos is the same size too. It's like a hit. Man. Like a hit. But Mentos are chewy. Mentos freshness. How do you guys not get this? Look, if I got to take you to school on mints, I will. No, well, it's just annoying because I, I every time you have a mint, you slam it on the table. <laughs> I've honestly wondered that because ever since I've been helping you guys out, it's like every morning Wood's slamming it or if he's out of mints. And where the hell do you get all these mints? <laughs> I got people. Like, I got mint constant people? mints at the ready? I got mint people. <laughs> Shout out Peggy wherever you at. One How love. many mints do you have sitting over there right now? Two. Two. Because you, uh, you had like what? Two dozen already. No, I, serious question. No, I, serious question. How many mints do you think you can consume in a year? How many do you? Oh, in a year? How many do you? A million. Either over a thousand. The freshest of. I of have freshest fantastic breath. breath. I won't apologize for it. <laughs> Some mints actually give you worse breath, though. That what? is such a what? What? First of all, your opinions aren't facts, Wood. <laughs> I'm, I, I said, where, where, where do I do? What I say? Even an opinion? Because you're like that is such a. What I'm saying to you is like really sugary mints. When you're done with them, your breath is actually worse than when you started. Nonsense. No, it's like sourer than when you started. No, more sour. Absolutely. You're making that up. There's certain mints I will not eat like the green uh not what are, like the green lifesaver mints your breath smells worse when you're done with them the blue lifesaver mints your breath smells better when you're done with it it seems like anything green what is green peppermint or mint? spearmint spearmint mint. spearmint green is spearmint spearmint makes your breath smell worse when you're done with it peppermint makes your breath smell better when you're done with it <laughs> this is science this is I don't science. think that's true at all <laughs> just like dr Otherwise, pepper makes your breath stink when you get done drinking one again that's an opinion you're saying is a fact no, your breath stinks when you drink a dr pepper well, there's 23 flavors yeah there's 23 flavors you don't right. know which one's making it stink one of those is ass because oh, your breath stop. stinks after how dare you by the way my mom yelled at me the other day for what because last weekend's podcast when we had sean on yeah i swore well don't she swear this said, is hey don't be having that. What did you mouth. use the S word? Yeah. Okay. Well, we won't. We try not to do that. Yeah. Well, well you yeah. just dropped a hot one. I didn't. Yeah. What ass? Yeah. What, just stop. I can say that on the air, dude. That's no. not. A, yes, you can. Yeah, you can. That you one. can say you can, but I don't think you should. No, I mean it's not. It's not like it's not something we would do because we know there's a ton of kids listening and everything else. Right. But I can say that word. The Carlin seven dirty words. Obviously yeah. Ass you is not in there, dude. But I think there's and there's certain ones that you can in certain. In certain ways. Well, if you're speaking medically, yeah, you can. Right. But you can't, like, you can say some pretty, actually, dirty stuff on there. We just choose not to because it cheapens our craft. And I've also been told, and somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, that, like, the FCC violations don't start until 6 a.m. 
that's kind of a gray area. Because they wasn't call it cable TV that was like after 10 o'clock, yeah. you could put on whatever you wanted. They call it a safe harbor period where you can you can pretty much say whatever you want. You still can't have like nudity on TV, but you can use... I think use, you could have nudity in the TV. I don't think so. I don't think... You could say bad words, but I don't think you could have nudity. When... This will be a great question It wasn't. It wasn't like international I'll Google waters. it right now. Go ahead. Who... What, what was like the first naked person on cable TV? Okay. That we saw or that... Yeah. Like I, I bet it was. You guys probably don't remember this, but HBO used to give like free previews of HBO, and I probably. Oh, I know the first. I know the first naked person I saw on on TV. Well, it was on a VHS tape, though, on a movie, though. Okay. It was Fast Times at Ridgemont High. A classic scene. Classic scene where she goes out to the, the dugout with that guy. Oh no, not out of the pool. Before that, there's a scene. Oh, I've never seen the movie, so yeah. She goes to a she, her first experience, if you will, and I was traumatized because I think I was like eight years old, and I shouldn't have seen that movie. <laughs> My first one was a. Uh, it was either I think it was the naked chick in Under Siege that jumps out of the cake. Oh yeah, yeah. Is I that think, a Steven Seagal movie? Yeah, okay, or it yeah. was a it was a Jean Claude Van Damme like Double Trouble or something like that. My my mom was out of town and my dad was whatever we wanted. Do you guys remember those real sex shows that used to be on HBO? <laughs> yeah, those were those were wild. That was full frontal nudity, men and women. That, that was, was a wild scene. That was a wild time. To that be was alive. their answer to uh, Skinamax, pretty much. Yeah. Like, remember if you went over to somebody's house and they had, you know, the Skinamax. Cinemax, yeah. That it was like, yeah, it was Cinemax. But they called like, it Skinemax because it was like soft core the whole time. Right, yeah. Eleven o'clock, it was just full on rowdiness. Yeah, it's weird now talking about hanging out with your friends and watching that in the I living know. room. Because <laughs> I would never do that with you guys. Now. <laughs> Ew, why do you hurt me? Why is hey, Matt you, going to the bathroom here, again? Eat a mint and let's sit down and watch. <laughs> what are you guys doing at eleven o'clock tomorrow night? You wanna wanna watch some Under Siege? <laughs> yeah, I, but I remember. I think it was fat. What about you, Brian Riley? You remember the first? Yeah, first one it was Caddyshack. Oh man, that might have been mine too. Actually. Caddyshack, but I there was another scene, the pool scene when they're when he throws the the, uh, the, the, the turd in, in there. there. Yeah. yeah, there's a scene where the girl, there's a girl in oh, in the pool, right. like riding someone's shoulders. Yeah, on somebody's yeah. shoulders. That's topless oh, too. I might even have. I might have forgotten about this one. This might have been before Caddyshack was uh, National Lampoon's Vacation. When yes. she's in the shower and he comes into the shower. Is that European? The second one? No, the first, the very first one. The vacation, Beverly not Christmas vacation. in the shower, and uh, Chevy Chase comes in, and it's just boom. There it is. Really? Yeah. I thought it was the video. Was it the second one too? Because he had the know. video camera know. in the second one, and then it got released in Europe. <laughs> the video got released. That's in, high comedy. That, Europe, obviously, a little was, more loose with the uh, yeah. nudity. Oh, by the way, uh, PBS was the first station to have full frontal. Really? And it was an anthropological documentary. Oh, okay. And it was in like 1975. So it was like National Geographic, right? right. But I don't, I don't think even but in the Safe Harbor period you could show nudity. In 73, an episode of Mash contained one depiction of nudity in primetime TV. So was it probably a drawing or something. Uh, buttocks of a radar's towel slips off, and he runs to the shower tent. Oh. During sniper fire. So I love booty. MASH. It was booty cheeks. <laughs> Some cheeks. Okay. MASH is such a good show. You don't like MASH, though. No, but th- again, think how far we've come. What year was that? 1974? 73. 73. 1973. And now it's just everywhere. Like, honest to God, there's stuff on. It, honest, not to make excuses or anything, but I honest to God think it's so much harder being a parent now. Every yeah. single thing on. Yeah. 
is sexualized at some point. In time. Oh, no, yeah. I'm not trying to be like the old grumpy man no, or anything dude, like it's, that. It's but fact. I, I guarantee that any parent that's listening agrees with you. Like, I agree with you 100%. It sucks, man, because like I'll sit down and watch something on Disney with the kids, and yeah. boom, all of a sudden, you know, it's they're making out. And I don't mean like, you know, kissing somebody on the cheek, yeah. thanks for saving me, you know, Prince Charming. Like, full-on, rounding second base, how's your father? You know, you know what the other hard thing is? It's easy for me. It's easier for me because my kids are getting older. Yeah. But like, if you know, we but like Friday nights we've been watching movies with my daughter. Like we watched Selena last week. You know, have, get in touch with our Mexican. Mr. Kelly, no. But it's not like it's not that I don't want my to see my daughter. I don't want my daughter to see people making out. It's that I get so freaking uncomfortable when she. Have you guys? Do you guys remember La Bamba? Oh yeah, Richie Valens, man. Yeah, and there's a couple of scenes in that movie that are pretty racy. And I was just like, oh, this is, like my daughter's sitting on the couch right next to me. And I'm like, this is so awkward. I've always thought that like if you watch those movies when you're younger, you're less susceptible of being like, I mean, I don't know. Like when I watched them younger, I didn't really, they didn't really hit me like they, right. people thought they did yeah. compared to now because it's like on social media, this, this, and this, and this. Yeah. So like, I'd rather just watch those movies and then let my kids watch it when I have kids. We'll see how good of a parent I become. Yeah. Probably like, not a good one. I, I've had Everett like say things. I'm like, hey, yo, you don't know what that means. Yeah. Like, you can't be saying that. Yeah. I'm talking about like, you know, like, you know, Randy stuff. I'm like, yeah, yeah. you can't be saying that. Well, I don't know what it means. Well, cool. Then don't say it. My daughter, when she was like five, dropped the N word. And she didn't, because she didn't know what it was. She was like, I, th- I feel so bad looking back. Cause she she like just started bawling her eyes. I was like, Presley, you can never ever say that word. But she saw it on some video. Yeah. And she was like, I thought it meant friend. I thought it meant friend. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And I was like, Honey, it's okay. You didn't know the context of it, but you are never to say that word ever. Well, how can you listen to any sort of '90s hip hop? Yeah. Like oh, we man. we have that music playing in our house all the time. We had to t- talk to our kids. Like, look, this has words in it that you yeah. can't say. I self edit when I listen to hip hop. I honest to God do. Like, you're the white guy who raps. Even, even when I even when I'm by myself, I won't drop. <laughs> the n-word like if i'm rapping along to something I'll, I'll pull it out real quick and i just come right back in thank god i just don't rap so i just gotta just sit there <laughs> oh, and let the music because you weren't born in the streets like i was that's true <laughs> north minneapolis represent but getting back to it is harder as a parent to you know, when they have so many avenues for content youtube everything and lord knows like i try to keep an eye on some of this stuff but you can't no it's it's fast and furious the best thing i, I here's what someone told me one time i think what no i think it was jordan peterson i was watching one of his videos and he said in today's day and age the best thing you can do is give your kids an unlimited amount of confidence and that'll help them navigate all this stuff a big part of it but do you ever sit around the computer with your boys Waiting for a picture to download. And it comes zipping across the street yeah. line by line. You're like, oh. Here we go, boys. Oh, oh. And then you see like straps on the shore. Like, ah, it's a bikini. Back out. Back out. <laughs> yeah, I do remember. There's a, there's a stand-up comedian, Dan Soder. He's one of my favorites. And he was joking about how inter- you used to have to you used to have minutes for internet. Yeah. And his mom would get it in the mail. Like, what am I going to do with 500 minutes of the internet? He's like, let me take a look at that. Yeah. <laughs> I think I know what I could do with that. Golly, I remember. It goes back to downloading music off the internet, too. Like, Oh, that was the best. That I was the best to, time. When I used to work overnights, here in this building, actually, because radio used to actually have people, live human beings on overnight. Mm-hmm. Um, I would go home. I would get home about 6.30 in the morning. And I'd be like, all right, what are 12 songs that I want when I wake up later this afternoon? <laughs> and then pass out. And, and then just get, click on 12. I wanted to download, go to sleep. And then maybe six, seven hours later, I had them. And then how much did it suck when you opened it and it was a file of like oh, somebody going, yeah. ha, pfft. Yeah. And like, oh. Is that where Rick Rowling started? 
I wonder if that's what that's Rick interesting. That actually may be a good call. I think, was, I think like, it was YouTube, did, wasn't it? I'm like, why did that become a thing? Maybe when you used to like download a song and then you go to listen to it as Rick. Yeah, Rick here's Astley. the Braveheart Techno remix. Oh, it's Rick Roll again. It's Rick Astley. But here's a deal, sneaky little secret about the wood. Yeah. I love Rick Astley. Why That's wouldn't a jam. you? Yeah, why wouldn't you? Dude, that song is happy as hell. Even though the, the bartender in that video freaks me out a little bit. Why? He's like, he's like a world-class gymnast. He's doing like my, flips and stuff. My favorite part of that whole music video is the one guy that just randomly jumps and holds onto the fence. Yeah. It's the most useless scene of the whole music video, Dude, but it's just the, the 90s. best. Go back and watch like uh, <laughs> Dave Matthews band crash into me. It's nothing wow. but a strip. I love the song. One, probably one of my favorite songs. But in that video, it's like, what? Do, what is this? It's just a. It's like a fever dream or something. It's just a bunch of random scenes strung together. Don't make any sense. Well, but Dave Matthews has been stoned for so long. Yeah. Like, if he ever stopped smoking weed, he'd probably be freakier. Stone. You know what I mean? Like, he forgot like sober. Like, wow. He'd be this like, is fun, weird. He'd probably be like Fun Bobby. The guy, on, <laughs> guy on Friends, friends. who stopped drinking was just lame. <laughs> lame Bobby. Well, it's like he does that show out in uh, Wisconsin. I can't remember what it's called, but it's basically down in a pit. Oh, I, can't. I, I don't wish know I, what that is. But he does a Dave. My buddy goes every year. He's a, he's a Dave head or whatever they call I'd each other. I'd love to see Dave Matthews live. And I'm, just, I'm yeah. just thinking about everybody that goes there. Everyone's getting stoned. It's probably just a smog. So if you're on top of the hill, you can't even see the show. <laughs> yeah. It's just all rising and whatnot. <laughs> you joke about that. I got tickets. I went with a buddy of mine, Michael. He called me. He says, hey, do you want to go see Jimmy Buffett tonight? Now, I knew Cheeseburger in Paradise and Margaritaville. That was yeah. the only two songs. He has more songs than that? I was like, sure. What the hell? I'll go with you. I'm not lying to you. We walked into that. And it was at uh, the uh, um, no, not, not the Omni, the Phillips Arena in Atlanta. So it was okay. a big joint. He packed it out? Oh, yeah. Oh, dang. And it was filled with nothing but like 55-year-old doctors <laughs> yeah. that were just drunk. And there was so much weed smoke <laughs> in that entire place. I've been to rap concerts that had less weed smoke than Jimmy Buffett did. Well, and no, I had no clue of any song. Everyone's singing everything. And I looked down on the floor. It was probably a 4,000-person conga line just going around <laughs> all the chairs. And I just thought to myself. How fun is that, though? Yeah. Dude, th these people are having the time of their lives. And I kind of said to Mike, are, are you done? I want to get the hell out of here. And we left. When I was when I went to Mexico, we got for robbed on our way home. I forgot about you that. Did? <laughs> by, by someone from the concert? No, oh. we went through. We took a shortcut through Atlanta. We took a wrong shortcut through Atlanta. We were sitting at a red light, and some dude came up and boom, open up the door, give me all your crap. I'm like, oh, dang man, it! You know what's funny? <laughs> Here's eight cents and a, a secondhand smoke. Luckily, you with the age you were, it's yeah. like. Uh, but no. Uh, do you guys, one time I was in Mexico, I was probably 18 years old, like my first time ever going to Mexico, and of course the conga line broke out, and they like went through the kitchen, and the lady leading the conga line slipped on some grease in the kitchen <laughs> and banged her head on like the salad making station, and I saw her at the pool the next day, and she had a huge leg brace on. Oh, man. And I, and I was like, oh, dang, that's, that's conga gone wrong right there. <laughs> Do you guys remember when Jimmy Buffett got busted with ecstasy? Did the second guy fall in the conga line? Oh, I think we just kept going. <laughs> That's his job. Hold her up, no, man. Step over her, man. You got to just you gotta keep it going. He's the new leader. He knew what was going to take place. But remember, Jimmy Buffett got busted with X? Yeah, he got busted with a ton of ecstasy like a while back. I don't, it makes was like, sense. He was like in France or something like that. How does he, he not have a guy? I, maybe he needed some for the show that night. I don't know what it was, but I still remember that. And I was like, ah, it makes sense. Jimmy Buffett would have ecstasy on him. But I mean a guy in your posse. Like, I forget who it was. Somebody oh, to was, take the dive for you, yeah, you said. Yeah, somebody was talking, like, you know, like the NFL every year. You know, the draft's coming up. They have, like, a symposium 
where they talk to all these guys coming into the NFL about what you need to do. And I forget. Maybe you need like, a fall guy. Yeah, Michael Irvin yeah. was like, you need to have a guy in your crew that knows if you guys get pulled over, if you got drugs in the car, you got a gun in the car, you have whatever, he's the one who's taking the rap. Like, yeah. that is your dude who just says, yeah, that's on me, it's mine. Everyone <laughs> passes him ba- you know, his bag of weed, and that's your fall guy. Jimmy Buffett, maybe because he, he's so big. Like, what, Willie Nelson got busted. Yeah. That was, I think too. that was in his tour bus, though. He had like... 17 pounds I, of weed. I think he had like hashish oil or something like that. Yeah. Like, something that they take a little more seriously than just weed. But again, you're Willie Nelson. What yeah. the hell do you care? It's even better. Willie Nelson has his own brand of weed now. Yeah. That guy. That guy's really gone full circle. So did you see Woody Harrelson on Saturday Night Live? Oh, has he, his own, yeah. And he was like kind of giving himself... And I saw some people were like, hey, he could actually get in a lot of trouble with that because it's still federally illegal and he's on tv talking about it but he i guess the way he weaved it into a story is like well i'll just go back to you know woody's blazes or whatever and it's it's crazy how it's legal in the state but still illegal in the country like that's why you can't have like advertising for it still yeah my understanding and and, i mean that's like if you bring it across state lines into a state where it's illegal i mean that's that's a federal crime right brian's told us before like you can go like Iowa apparently doesn't play. Like, if you get in trouble with it within Iowa, like, you can go to jail for, like, a long time. In Iowa? In Iowa. Which is crazy because, like, Dubuque, I go to Dubuque all the time, and right on the other side of Dubuque is, what is that, East Dubuque? Okay. It's literally, like, five dispensaries right on the riverside. Really? Yeah, oh, right well, there on the other side. Yeah, in, in the Illinois side. So... I can only imagine the cops in Dubuque that just go crazy over that. Well, that's like in Georgia. So any cool fireworks, same thing here in Minnesota, any cool fireworks are illegal, right? Yeah. Tennessee, though, it's the Wild West, man. Like, because you can't have uh, fireworks that fly in the air, right? Right. But Tennessee, they don't, I mean, they'll sell you like a M80. All right, you might buy something (laughs) to take down a passenger jet. And so as soon as you cross the line from Georgia into Tennessee, it was nothing but like, and I'm like not BSing. I'm talking warehouses. Yeah. Oh yeah. Of like firework joints. Yeah. And you saw just a train of people on like July second going up to Tennessee to like, make up their you know their rounds. Mexican people celebrate uh, January uh, the New Year with a lot of fireworks. Yeah. So one time when I was dating that girl whose mom was from Mexico and we were headed down there, I bought fireworks in Texas, and they were the ones that fly up in the air and are pretty. Pretty awesome when they go off. Yeah. But I guess it was illegal to smuggle them across the border into Mexico. And I didn't even know this. And my girlfriend tells me after we get across the border, I don't speak Spanish. Yeah. And here I am going into Mexico. And their and their border agents have like M16s on their shoulders. Like it was crazy. And she's like, Oh yeah, you're not supposed to smuggle fireworks in. I'm like, hey, why don't you tell the gringo some of the rules here <laughs> before I end up, you know, in a Mexican prison, which I can't imagine they have the standards that we have here in America. To be fair though, are they really checking anyone smuggling stuff out of the United States into Mexico? I, I don't know. Yes, because you're supposed to bribe them. Then Ooh. that's a that's a known fact. When you cross the border from America into Mexico, if they because they'll just pull you over randomly on the road, and you're supposed to bribe them. Isn't it weird? Like my cousin grew up in Austria. Like you talked about the M16s and stuff. Yeah, and like all the police officers there carried like automatic rifles and stuff. That's wild, right? Isn't it? Like it's intimidating as hell. When we walked the streets of Zihuantanejo. Oh, yeah. I, I remember. I remember guys on the corners with. I, I mean, I assume they were M16s. I don't know what the hell but they some were. Some sort of rifle. But it was. Yeah. It wasn't like a pistol. That's for damn sure. Yeah. And it wasn't like a single shot twenty two. I mean, this was like a. This was a military weapon that they had well, on their shoulder. And, of course, I mean, again, I don't know all the comings and goings, but I know enough that, you know, if the cartels and stuff, that's 
You want to talk about a job I would not want? A Mexican police officer is darn near at the top. (laughs) Yeah. Because that doesn't seem like a thankful job at all. Even with the bribes. We used to drive, my my girlfriend's mom's house was in, no, not, that's a touristy, it was in Palo Alto. And then we used to go to a city called Sabinas where they had like nightclubs and stuff like that. And it was about a 45 minute drive through the back roads of Mexico. And sure enough, you would just get pulled over by the police for nothing. And then you would have to bribe them with something, or they wouldn't let you go. They would tie you up for hours. What is the back roads of Mexico like? Terrible. Are they even paved? Some of them were, but they, you think we have bad potholes up here? Yeah. They were, I mean, I was in my Eclipse Spider. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. There, trust I, me, there's a reason they pulled you over. <laughs> I bet mean, it's a hot chick driving that car. But no, like, I bent my rim down there because the potholes were so bad. And you don't see them until the last second because there ain't a damn street light in the whole country, I don't think. Yeah. And so you don't see it, and wham, you just hit it. Oh. That was wild, man. That Count was... me out. Like, I'm going to the Dominican Republic here. Oh, that's right. At the end of the month. Yeah. I mean, we're flying in, obviously, because it's an island. But I, I don't know. To me, I I, I just don't really lo- I like going into other countries. Like, when we do cruises and stuff, Yeah, I love that. Because I still want the culture to see the people and all that stuff. But to, like, get there and, like, yeah. be on my own in a country where, you know, I don't speak the language. Yeah. Uh-uh. Count me out. I, I just don't, I don't find that relaxing at I, all. I will say this. I loved going to Mexico where that where her mom was from because it was all day long fire going in this like outdoor kitchen that they had. If you wanted to cook something, you just grab some hot coals and throw it. It was a cool life like that, a I, rustic almost. that I got to experience down there. There was yeah. loud music playing all day long the whole time I was there. It was a because it, it wasn't touristy Mexico. This was like Mexico. people living and working in Mexico. Yeah. So I'm glad I got that experience, but I was always very happy to get back across the border. Like it was just a sigh of relief to be back in Texas back then. We don't realize like how good we got it with a oh. lot of the, like you said, you do like street lights. Dude, I remember seeing I remember seeing people drive around in a truck, and I still remember this. It, it was like seven dudes hopped in this truck to go to work, and there was no windshield in the damn thing. Oh my god! Like they're just driving to work, no windshield. You got to fresh air. You yeah. gotta get that fresh air <laughs> right in, in your face, man. Can you imagine something big Mexican bugs? You got no windshield or between, a bird. or a rock from the tire ahead just smokes right behind you. Whoop! Yeah. Got your goggle, your helmet on while driving your car. No one has that. Yeah, but I'm glad I got to see that stuff. That was even though I got to see it with an abusive girlfriend, it was still fun to go see. Yeah, uh, but I mean, what a cool thing to experience, like that culture, and yeah, that, that life. That's neat. I've it never was, actually left the country ever once. Really? really? Not even Canada or never, anything? Never once. Never Dang. left. Never left the 48. And you're 50% Mexican. I know. But you I'm, te- I'm more Texan. back to your motherland, man. I'm more Texican. If you, if, okay. we, if, you, if you trace it back, we're Texan. Tejano, as they say. And I've been to Texas, so I've been to the motherland. All right. Belize is beautiful. That was a cool one. I've been to a lot of the you know, Caribbean islands and stuff like that. I've never been to Mexico, though. I've been to Canada and Mexico. That's Canada, it. I've been there. I went to Ontario one time, and uh, I felt like I was still in Minnesota. It's kind of, yeah. Because I think we were in Michigan, like at Mackinac Island or something like that. We went up to Ontario. Okay. It, it was it was not memorable at all. Yeah, the only thing is everyone's accent gets yeah. a little funny, and then you're like, all right. And you got to go by, drive by kilometers instead of miles per hour. That kind of, I, hey, I, I'm on board with that. I know. It, it does make way more sense. It does. But, you know, also I kind of like sticking it to the rest of the world that you guys figure yeah, it out. stick it up your pipe. <laughs> huh? Good luck figuring it out, Tommy's. <laughs> Uh, well, we are sitting at the 22, almost 23-minute mark. Should we wind her down? Yeah, right. All right. I don't know. I mean, these podcasts are what they are. I'm done trying to figure out how to do it. Because we, we talked about talking about something completely different before we hit record. Yeah. And then you started smashing mints, and then here we are. Well, then everyone gets all in my business about my mints. And, <laughs> well, you know, I just, I've always wondered. It's one of the most annoying things. And also, look, that mint that I started off, yeah. I took one little piece out that entire time. I was able to talk. 
I'm gonna take another. Yeah. Take the rest, please. We're taking another nip. Oh, look, uh, I still uh, got half my mint yeah, left. But then you just touched it on the microphone. Now that's gross. <laughs> that's my mic. Only, my, only he uses that. Nobody this mic here is the worst mic. If you, I mean, yeah. me, you, Brooke, everybody uses this mic. JD, yeah. Yeah. do we have anything to clean that, by the way? Or some disinfectant, but not my mic. And my lips have accidentally hit this a few times. If, I'm getting, if I'm getting real wild, I'm like, oh, just man. deep in there. <laughs> yeah. Come off with a piece of food. Oh. <laughs> All right. On that note, sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. A lot of I, fun, I really apologize. Look, dude, it's the weekend. I'm ready to have some fun. Um, we will see you back on Monday. Brian Riley, thank you so much for hanging out. Always. Always fun, my brother. Matt Wood, I'll see you in a couple minutes.